Hey, what's up, Nexus fam? It's your host, Dr. Daniel Kimley, and you're tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, we're gonna talk about what it truly means to go all in on yourself after a conversation I had with one of my clients inside the office who asked the question of what that even means after a previous episode of one of our podcasts. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode where I talk about five things that will let you know that you're truly going all in on you and what that even means in the first place. Hope you enjoy. One of our clients who I have grown to be very, very close with challenged me after listening to one episode of the podcast where he said, you know, Dr. Daniel, you talked about going all in on yourself, but he's like, what does that even mean? And the more I thought about it, I've been actually thinking about this question for quite some time and I really didn't have an answer and I may not still even fully have an answer, but my attempt to answer that question, I think is an important and powerful one because a lot of times people give us advice or they tell us to do things, but there's no actual practical steps in order on how to do that. And so what I took from him when he asked me this question, this is somebody who I love by the way, and has become more than just a client, but like such a good friend and a guy, we very much roll the same way. We think the same way. We do the same things. We have the same habits, routines, skill sets, things like that is I started thinking about, man, what does it mean to go all in on yourself? Like, what does that even mean? Because people tell you to do it. I've told other people to do it. I've told people to trust themselves, but there's been no practical, tactical advice that you can actually apply to your life. And so this is my attempt to answer that question. And I'm going to start it by saying this is not an exhaustive list. I have no idea if this is right, wrong, good, or bad. It's just what came to my mind as I've thought about this over the last multiple weeks. It's been more than a month as this has been brewing inside of my head. And here's what I've come with is that in order to go all in on yourself, the first thing that you must do and the first thing that it really, really means, and probably the most important thing of this list that we'll talk about is you have to see yourself as your most valuable asset. Most people think of real estate and they think of investments in stocks and bonds and they think of things like that as investments. But realistically, when it comes down to it, like you are your most valuable asset. The skills that you have, the time that you use, the money that you make all comes down to you and your application of those things. And so if you look at yourself as you're the most important investment that you could ever put money into because you are going to guarantee your results. Like the stock market's not promised, it could crash. Right now people are suffering with crypto when that was like the biggest promise ever. It's because crypto isn't a thing, it's an investment, yes, but it's not the most valuable asset because that could drop at any time. Your skills, your knowledge, your time is always going to improve If you choose to look at yourself in that way, and I think that when you choose to look at yourself in that way, you will start to realize that this is one way to go all in on yourself is realizing that you are your most valuable asset. You more than anything else is what you should be investing money into. And when I say investing money into, I'm not talking about buying nice clothes and cars and things like that. I'm talking about looking at you as an investment, you looking at yourself as a high performance machine, investing in your health, investing in your spirituality, investing in your relationships, investing in your physical body. Like all of those things are what's going to actually bring you results inside of your life. Nothing external to you can bring you what you want except for you because when it comes down to it at the end of the day, you have to be able to take action. So I'm gonna give you a practical example of this is for the longest time, 
I thought that my most valuable asset and the biggest thing that I could invest in was a 401k. Like this is what I've been taught. So when I was teaching, I'm dumping money into a 401k and I'm not saying it's good, bad, right or wrong. But what I realized pretty quickly, especially when I transitioned out of teaching and into the chiropractic world, getting my doctorate of chiropractic is I had to risk everything to move to California. Like the conversation with Heather and I went something like this. Okay. If we fail, and by the way, most people believe that we were going to fail. They didn't think it was possible. Vaccine laws are too crazy. crazy. California is too expensive. Taxes are too high. The list could go on and on and on and on. Housing's too expensive. You get the idea. And you've heard all these things before. And so for me, what it really came down to is like, okay, I'm going to chiropractic school to invest in my skills, to invest in something that I care deeply about for things that I can learn that can never, ever, 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 ever be taken away from me. And the same thing was true with teaching. And so when you look at it like this, it's like I wasn't getting debt from going to chiropractic school. I was making an investment in myself to get a return on that money that I borrowed. And so When we look at investing in yourself or looking at yourself as your most valuable asset, what Heather and I sat down and had the conversation of was that, okay, if we did fail, if everybody, all the haters, including some of my very close family members, were going to be correct, that we couldn't make this happen and that we were going to fail and that it was too expensive and that we couldn't make a living and that we couldn't take care of people the way that we do and that we couldn't get the results that we do and chiropractic doesn't work and chiropractors are quacks and everybody thinks chiropractors are quacks, what happens if we fail? and we lose everything. Like, are we going to be homeless? And the thought process went like this, is that no. And here's the reason why. Because I have a knowledge and skill set in teaching that can never be taken away from me. I could go anywhere in the, in the US right now and get a teaching degree. I could probably go anywhere in the world and te- teach English if I really, really wanted to. So if I failed, because I'm looking at myself as an investment, I had invested in my time, my money, my energy to gain skills to be able to teach people that could never be taken away from me. So even if we did fail in the chiropractic space, I could always fall back on the skills that I had invested in myself in the first place. And the same thing was true true is like, yeah, if we failed at opening our own business, I could easily go work for somebody else. Like that wasn't a problem. And so when we framed it that way and looked at ourselves as our most valuable asset, it's like, regardless of what the circumstance was going to be, we were going to be able to find a way to make it work. It may not have been our vision. It may not have been exactly how we wanted it to work out, but this is what I mean. When we went all in on us, the coolest part is we said, We're going to do it because we feel like it's the right thing to do. We're going to leave Georgia. We're going to leave Indiana. We're going to come to California where we have no family. We have no friends. We don't know anybody. And we're going to try to build this business so that we can radically transform people's lives. And it's all come true, but it would have never come true if we didn't go all in on ourselves and realize that the investments that we had made in ourselves up to that point were still in within us, like stuff that no one could ever take away. So this leads me to an interesting conversation on the opposite side of that is when I think about like right now, the Super Bowl is coming up. I don't even know when the Super Bowl is. I don't even know who's in the Super Bowl because I haven't watched a sporting event in lots and lots of years. Anyway, neither here nor there. So many people I know will invest their time and their memory and their money into going to sporting events, putting beer and bad food into their bodies, cheering for other teams and spending hours upon hours upon hours watching football and watching TV and memorizing all the stats And they're investing all their time and energy into things external to them. Like there's so much time that I see, and this isn't good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just a thought that I have is that when we talk about going all in on you, if you're spending all that time and energy caring more about sports and what's happening this weekend than you are investing in yourself and your knowledge and skill sets, then ultimately like 
Of course, you're not going all in on you. You're going all in on everybody else, on everything external to you. And the same thing is true with your health. It's like, if you really want to go all in on you, one of the biggest ways to go all in on you is make sure your nervous system is functioning correctly. The nervous system is what connects you to life. Without a nervous system, you cannot live. And so investing in yourself, instead of investing time, instead of investing money in the tickets, instead of investing all that time away from your family, watching football or whatever the case is, like investing in you because you are your most valuable asset. You produce your results. And I believe that this is the most important piece of going all in on yourself. Number two is you should be able to trust what God gave you. Going all in on yourself means trusting what God gave you. So many people I work with, oh, that won't work for me. Oh, I've heard it all before. I've been to everybody else, but nobody's empowered them to actually believe in themselves. Like the number of people that I sit down with who have been disempowered to believe that they have no hope, they have no healing, and they're going to dependent on some, be dependent on something external to them is astounding. And it's literally everybody. And if you look at the marketing messages, take this pill, take this thing outside of you that then, it then is going to magically fix you. Except for here's the problem with all that stuff is that your nervous system, your body actually has to do something with that medication. It doesn't work on its own. Your body has to convert it and transform it into a specific set of things in order to be able to use it in the first place. And so God gave you that skill. But if you just trusted it, and started trusting what God gave you internally, you could heal without all those things if you made a specific set of decisions. Trusting what God gave you also means blocking out people who are going to be the haters because ultimately you're going to have haters. And God gave us each a specific purpose on this planet, a specific way to make an impact. And I vividly remember a conversation I had with a guy that went very much like this. He said, oh, you're a chiropractor. You must just pop necks and backs for back pain and headaches. And I'm like, no, that's not what we do. I hear this all the time. I didn't even get into it with him. And he's like, so you're never going to give your kids medication. You're going to do a home birth. And he's like completely mind blown by all these things. Now, here's the thing. He says to me, he says, well, who's going to give your kid pills? And in my head, I'm like, we weren't designed to be dependent on medication. Our bodies aren't deficient in medications. The problem is that we make choices because we don't invest in ourselves that get us to the point where we believe that our only option is to take medication in the first place. And sure, there are emergency times and places for it, but giving into the haters is going to ultimately prevent you from trusting what God gave you. And God gave us all the ability to function at 100%, the ability to be successful at 100%. And success is not about money, it's however you define it. But I believe that so many people have been told that they have to do things a certain way, that they never trust what God gave them, they never trust the thoughts that are in their head, they never trust the voice that says, hey, there's a different way to do it, and they just fall in line. And there's a very specific book called How Children Succeed where they talk about kids who are stressed out, and kids who are not stressed out, kids who have had lots of allopathic load, which just means stress as kids, their brains on MRIs look differently than kiddos who have not had high allopathic load or stress in their lives. And so when we look at this, it's like God gave us the ability to function well, but we can only function well when we're outside of a stressed out state. The part of the brain responsible for you being able to function well and be successful, to make more money, to enjoy life experiences, to do all those things comes from the prefrontal cortex. Stress hormones shut off that prefrontal cortex of the brain. And so you can see, this is why the book How Children Succeed is so correct. The MRIs of the kids who are stressed out from the time they're born or even before with prenatal care, those kids have different brains. They're not functioning as well. And it's not their fault. It's not that they are less successful. It's not that they are less of human beings. It's that they have a stress response stuck on in their bodies. And so again, trusting what God gave you. God gave you the 
the ability to be successful, just as successful as anybody that you look up to, like literally anyone that you look up to, I guarantee you that you can be as successful as them. Now, you may not be the pro athlete or the pro basketball player or whatever it is that you're looking up to, but there's another way to be just as successful as them if you trust what God gave you. But that's a piece of it is you have to trust it. And I believe this is what it means to go all in on yourself is going all in on you, not depending on anything external from you to make you happy, to make you healthy, but going inside. Number three, set yourself up to win daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, like setting yourself up to win. So many people I know who are just going through the river of life and they never set targets. They never set goals. They don't know what a win would be like in their week. And so if you're not setting yourself up to win, it's very, very difficult to believe that you actually deserve to have everything that you want to have in this lifetime. And so when you set yourself up daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly to win, you start to realize that yes, you're going to make more impact. Yes, you're gonna make more money. Yes, you're going to be happier. Yes, you're gonna have a better sex life. Your relationships are gonna be better. It's because of a very specific set of skills and things that you're investing into, which ultimately comes down to you. A perfect example of this, every day, I write down, these are the top three things that I must get done today in order for it to be a successful day. And these things may be simple. It may be tell my wife I love her and give her a kiss. It may be something more in depth, like, hey, send all these paper papers to our CPA or our accountant so that we can get our taxes done. Like whatever it is, there's daily targets that must be met. But when I win on those, what I notice is that it's me going all in on myself. It's making sure that I get the things done that I need to get done so my brain doesn't get bogged down, so my mind doesn't get bogged down. And we add that up over weekly. Like, yes, there are big things that I need to get done every week. Those will allow me to hit my monthly goals. Those will allow me to hit my quarterly goals and then ultimately allow me to hit my yearly goals. So setting yourself up to win, set yourself up daily to win, to get a W inside of your life. That's going all in on yourself because you're gonna feel a hell of a lot better if you start winning every day than if you have no idea if you won or lost and then you get to Friday and all you wanna do is watch the Super Bowl and then rewind that again do the exact same thing over and over and over and over and over every single week where you're just looking forward to the weekend because you hate your job and you hate everything that's happening and you're not happy. It's because you never won. You never felt like you won anything. You can set yourself up to do this on your own. This is going all in on yourself. Number four, protect your mindset. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to uplift you and encourage your dreams and encourage your hopes and allay your fears and all the things that you may have. This is one of the biggest things that I've realized for me is that more importantly, almost more importantly than anything is the relationships that I keep with other people. And there are people that are gonna have to be cut out of your life. But when you realize that your time is an asset, that you are an asset, and if you're investing in bad people who are constantly bogging you down, it's gonna be very, very, very difficult for you to win. Then it's the opposite of going all in on yourself. You're you're surrounded yourself with people who are externally going to bring you down. So making the decision to protect your mindset, protect what happens in your head, protect your dreams. Don't let other people, you know, put their dreams or their goals or their hopes or their fears or their desires onto you. I see so much of this in the pregnancy space where women are disempowered that they can't have a home birth, that they can't have a natural birth, that they can't do X, Y, Z. And it's just not true. And it goes back to statement number two that I said is like trusting what God gave you. You have to protect that mindset and become aware that there are going to be people who are going to project all of their trash on you as a cry out for help because they are jealous of what you have and they don't think that they can live it the way you can, except for they can if they would just go all in on themselves doing these steps that we're talking about. And so making sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people, set yourself up to win and trust what God gave you. And then lastly, protect your time. Now, time is interesting because it's the only thing that we cannot get back. 
Like you can make more money if you lost it all. If you lost relationships, you can get those money, you can get those relationships back or find new relationships. You cannot get time back. So every moment that you waste doing something that is not furthering yourself to make you better in some way, and sometimes, yes, this is resting and relaxing, by the way, you have to protect that time. And I can't think of a better example of this than how often I say no to things versus how often I say yes to things. And I say no to many, 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 many more things than I say yes to because of one reason, because I want to protect the time that I will never get back with my family if I'm gone doing other things. This is why I love spending time with Coco. So why I love spending time with Heather, because I will never get that time back if I waste it doing something else. So the steps to go all in on yourself, what it truly means to go on in yourself, in my opinion, is to one, see yourself as your most valuable asset. Number two, trust what God gave you. Number three, set yourself up to win on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis. Number four, protect your mindset. Don't let people steal your stuff. This is why when Heather and I were going to move to California, we ignored all the haters because what we realized is they were trying to project their fears and their desires onto us. And number five, protect your time. My friends, that is all I have for you on this episode. If you could do me one of two things, one, leave a rating for this podcast, two, leave a review. That's how we get this into the hands of more people. Also share this up with somebody who needs to hear it. This is the way that we change the world. And I hope that this week you will start to with one of these five things, go all in on yourself a little bit more. It is the only thing that will get you 100% return on investment. I love you. I appreciate you. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.